Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to This Week in Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, Vice President and Executive Editor, a.k.a. Agent M. Sometimes I forget my name. Uh, and I am joined by... Drew Scott. And Jonathan Scott, formerly known as the Property Brothers. Now, we're trying to come up with new superhero names for ourselves. Yeah, what, do you, yeah. what do you think? Contractor, real estate agent. What do you think? Um, I was going to say... Damage control because we actually have a group called Damage. Do you know Damage Control? So I, I didn't originally, and then I was making a joke about you know oh there's a contractor superhero, but someone's already using the hammer. So what am I going to use? And uh, then somebody was telling me about Damage Control, so I'm like, all right, now I have to start reading this. Something else. We'll come up with something good by the end of this interview. We'll have we'll have great names. Yeah. Your, yours would be Mister Amortization. Yeah, no, that's, that's not no, very cool. Not, not I need to be sexier than that. <laughs> oof, oof. Um, w- when you said formerly known as the Property Brothers, I got a little. Like panic for a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. don't panic! Panic. Jonathan is gonna <laughs> spread rumors. We are still filming. We're actually filming here in New York right now. Property Brothers and buying and selling. Our shows are still gonna be filming for a okay. long time. Right. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, so New York. Where in New York? Are you guys doing? Mainly Mostly, Westchester. Yeah. Okay. Whereabouts? Because I I live in Upper Manhattan and I go to Yonkers. Uh, fairly large mountain. Like my favorite movie theater is up in Yonkers. And yep. We go to Scarsdale and Hartsdale. And all We're basically places. doing all the way from all the way from the Bronx right up to. Connecticut, so a big, big field there. I'm doing 16 houses in the next three months here. Today I was actually in Hearts, uh, Heart, Hearts. Hartsdale, Hartsdale, and yeah. also uh, Scarsdale, yep. and then in White Plains. So we hop around a lot. Yeah, we have sixteen full episodes to do. That's awesome. In three months. That's super fun. Is it? Is this the first season you've done in New York? Second. We were here Second, last right. year for five months. Right. So and okay. the, the casting was just so great that we said we had to come back. Thanks for inviting us over for dinner. You know, yeah. hey, no problem. Believe me, when I told my wife that you guys were coming by she lost her damn mind <laughs> she used to, she's now a real estate agent in brooklyn but when she was a teacher uh she was teaching college like ethnomusicology at columbia and fordham and all these places but so uh, the life of a teacher she's at home uh grading papers whatever when she's not actually in class without fail every day i would come home and hgtv would be on and it's usually you guys <laughs> on the tv so i got to know you guys through my wife's love for you're the show. so you open the front door and you hear two ruggedly low handsome men voices and you think what? what's going, what's on, going here? on here <laughs> oh it's the property brothers again and i feel safe that i good. feel happy i'm glad my soothing voice keeps as long as she doesn't start watching it in the bedroom and then nothing else happens in the bedroom <laughs> that you know there's a problem at that point uh we watch the golden girls in the bedroom so, so do we anyway. it's the best show I, Love me some I, I'm girls. curious. This is one thing, though. Yeah. When I was a kid, so I'm, I'm a young kid and into my teens, I would play Marvel because we had the old, if you remember the original Marvel game, we would play before that. No board game, no video games. It was the original card game that you would play. Okay. I'm older than you, so you may not know that. Uh, and then we would do that and we would watch Golden Girls after school. That is literally our routine every Drew day. Drew had a thing for school. Blanche Devereaux. You know, Blanche, who, she, she's I mean, just, who doesn't? Come on. <laughs> Real talk. That <laughs> accent? That accent, you can't go wrong. Man, last night's episode, they were at a nudist uh, retreat. It was fantastic. That's you, something you realize you it wasn't get actually a, a new premiere. You know that, right? <laughs> huh. Um, How does that work? But, so, Marvel and Golden Girls, probably the best thing ever. When you guys were playing the, the game, who were your favorite characters? Uh, so, we actually would create our own characters. So, in the game, you had the ability that, where you could create. So, I remember when we were creating, you, you created... Uh, so, Bullseye, I called it, but then I realized that there are other characters out there with that name. But anyway, um, so... So I 
got lucky, you would roll. You have your two dice, and you roll, you know, one to ten, what, whatever your power strength would be, and whatever that is. Mm-hmm. For um, something like agility, um, strength, strategy, all different. I rolled three one hundreds, which makes you like a god. And so I had this killer character. But then we would also partner up. So I partnered up. Also, I would have Wolverine. Uh, Doctor Strange was somebody that I was obsessed with when it I was younger. Totally too. contrasts real life because in real life he's a bumbling idiot. So yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. He rolled ones in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you've done fairly okay so far. He's riding my coattails. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Doctor Strange. Why Doctor Strange? What was what was appealing? Um, I think I just loved the the idea of it, it was sort of a fresh feel compared to a lot of the different uh, characters, and also he w- he was intelligent. He also had the magic side of things, so I love the magic and also his cloak of awesomeness. You would, uh, you would think I would be the Doctor Strange guy because I am a magician and because <laughs> you're strange. I, but I, I'm so I'm I'm a Tony Stark guy. Like just I. The oh, wit, yes. self-absorbed, and all that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the good facial hair. That's what it is. The great facial hair. Uh, I'm like bouncing all over in my head. You guys are are, are taking me to different places. What uh, if you then had to have superpowers now in your respective roles on the show and all the various businesses you're doing? What kind of superpowers would you most covet? Okay, so we have fought over this because yeah. I'm told that mine is the dumbest thing. I, the ability to read people's minds because what the hell are people – when I work with clients and all that jazz, they will never tell you what they actually are thinking or what they actually want. So I have to decipher it. It would be so much easier in my life if I could just read people's minds. And me, I would love the ability to recharge my phone battery. <laughs> without having to plug it in. Because I always die. Is that a lame power? Maybe that's a lame power. Everybody would need you. (laughs) I I, I like the power of manipulation. So I can just make people do what I want them to do. So I like that you're essentially in the same realm of of powers, but yours is just like, I just want to know things. And yours is like, I need to change people. Yeah, exactly. They're they're totally opposites, just like we always are. So Jonathan wants to understand people. I want to make them understand me. Yeah, see, classic classic Marvel tale where power warped Drew and uh, and he would then use it for evil. This is a wonderful like this is a story there's something here like the the clash the good and evil. But, but this redemption. also comes back Jonathan says that how he's like this this be- beautiful mind that's here to help people but then he says he's the uh, the Iron Man guy whereas me I think I'm more of like that Captain America where I'm here for the people. You're here to make billions. You're and going against the people. No no I am the people. No. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm the real as a real estate agent I'm one of the, pe- See, the I, people love I me. See I think a little more with my heart. See that's and Drew is Robot, he doesn't have a heart. Have a heart yeah. So naturally, he'll work into the villain role. <laughs> See, I'm tricking you all. I make you think I'm the good guy, but I'm actually the doppelganger twin. Drew, you're on the realtor side, yes, and you're on the construction side. That's right. Okay, so that it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's all coming. Clear. I'm basically a high-end car salesman. <laughs> My wife being in real estate. I would never say such a thing. So, but you're nodding right now. No, no, sir. <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh. Um. What are what are some of the most challenging experiences you've done doing the show? I would say the biggest thing is you know we have so many different uh, families, so many different stories. You know, first time home buyers. We have clients that are single or married or with kids or empty nesters, and to try and make sure that we're helping everyone in their unique way, whatever they need. Some of our shows we're, we're renovating their current home to sell for top dollar. Sometimes we're trying to get them into their dream home through a fixer upper. So the biggest challenge is, is you really have to be a therapist. You have to deal with people and their emotions, uh, their budgets in all different aspects. 
It's actually a good prelude to our next series that we're starting. It's called DIY Divorce because people never make. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not a real show. You're what? good. You're but, like it, I'm like hook, line, and sinker. I'm in on what you're talking about. It's true though because most most people it's, it's so stressful during a renovation, especially if people want to live in the house while you're renovating. Like, don't do that to yourself. Get out. But no, we um, at the end of the day, the big payoff for us is when people throw their arms around us and say thank you, and that we would never have been able to do this without you, and it means a lot. Um, yeah, I'm gonna cut you off there. I'm gonna tell you one reason, uh, one thing that is frustrating so we had a homeowner <laughs> last season buying and selling shot here in new york and this is literally i'm not making this up she was crazy and she said to jonathan and his construction team that were working on the house because this is buying and selling we're, we're fixing up her house to sell it for top dollar we want it to look great she said to jonathan uh, just so you know if my cat walks into the room that you're working on you must all stop and you are not allowed to touch the cat you will wait and not do any work until the cat decides on its own to leave Dead serious. She was the epitome of a crazy cat. Yeah, the cat rules. And I I said, oh, Jonathan, you better not touch the cat. I have no problem. But uh, anyway, it, it was frustrating when you have somebody that says something like that. There, there's no sense. We're like, we have a timeline we're trying to keep. Sure. Why? Why? Especially with a cat. Why? Hey, as a crazy cat person myself, because I have, we have five cats at home, and we are crazy. Whoa! About what? Them. What? Yeah. Yeah. Is that even legal? Uh, eh, who knows? <laughs> but. Even I can see like the insanity in that. All right, <laughs> so good. I have I have two scenarios to throw at you guys. Right. One, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, house on Bleecker Street, wants to upgrade somehow. He wants to stay in Manhattan, but he needs more space. Uh, wants to sell his place. Wants to change it up and make it a little bit more modern because he's got this place on Bleecker Street. It's got yeah, it's a little little worn. Let's say, where? How would you take this? Obviously, underground lair. I mean, obviously, you need to add square footage. What better way to do it than hide it secretly underground and enter it through a fountain or something like that that people would never expect? Duh. Or maybe that's all they'll expect. So you instead need to have something wide open and use your sorcery to conceal it. Or you use the airspace up above the house and you go way up into the clouds because you have your cloak of levita- levitation, and then you build a whole other uh, second floor about. 3,000 stories up. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, wait, are we appealing to <laughs> other magic, uh, other uh, supernatural beings, or are we appealing to the average buyer? <laughs> so, yeah, don't think resale value in that yeah, situation because yeah. no one else that can do that. Uh, <laughs> no, you're definitely getting it into a very specific realm yeah. of clientele. We usually, if you read our book Dream Home, it specifically states in there on page 211, uh, do not do specific superhero renovations that no non-superhero would enjoy. That's I, fair. It's, it's not really it's in the very book. fair. Yeah. I made that up. Uh, hmm. uh, all right, so the other scenario, Tony Stark, he's got a lot of money. He's got a very <coughs> large place. It's uh, maybe too big ocean for him. View. Uh, he's in. He's thinking he loves his Ocean View place, but he's got his place in New York City. Uh, he wants to maybe something a little less urban and a bit smaller. Right now he's got a tower. So mm-hmm. he wants to get rid of that, go somewhere a little bit quieter, maybe think about possibly someday, almost maybe, having a family space. So a little less rock and roll, a little more country. Well, you know, even Tony needs to settle down because he wants to pass his knowledge of great goatee on to somebody else. So, uh, you know, I think that he needs to look into the country a little. He has enough space and enough money to put his own airstrip in so Mm -hmm. he could get himself. I have always wanted to have a small castle somewhere um, in a remote area of Europe. So, uh, you know, he could just hop on his jet, take it into the middle of nowhere, no roads going in or out, completely separated, and have himself a nice little castle. So why doesn't he just buy Dr. Xavier's castle? 
Well, first of all, he wants to have it completely remote. He doesn't want to have kids running around, bratty little kids <laughs> that don't even know what their powers are yet. So, you know, you got to find somewhere secluded. You know, the kids leave with a professor, so uh, I think that that's a good choice there. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to go with Jonathan. I think uh, if he hasn't tried some, maybe Nashville. You know what? He's a party guy. Nashville is the new L.A. Nashville is the new New York. And so if he wants something that's a little different where you still have a fun scene, but it's definitely a more of a, a home roots vibe, I think that's a good transition. I can't picture him wearing cowboy boots. Chaps? I don't know. I am all about him in chaps and cowboy I would boots like now. To s- I'd like to see it. I just don't. You are oddly excited right now. Yeah. yeah. This is – I look – it's a long day. Iron some, Man in a cowboy hat. That gets me going. I'm excited <laughs> about this. This is great. Uh, gentlemen, where can our fans find you on social media? My handle is Mr. Drew Scott. Jonathan's handle is Mr. Silver Scott. Silver's his middle name. We are on all platforms, and we definitely engage our fans. We love having conversations with our fans that are not just home space. Something like this. I want to find out what their favorite Marvel characters are. I want to find out uh, what supremely weird, odd... Like, you know what Jonathan did in his house? He actually put a secret room in his, off his bathroom. And in this room, as you slide a pam- panel over, he goes into it, and that's where he keeps all of his Marvel paraphernalia. It's weird. So like, I want to know about these things from our fans. What do they have? First of all, he's full of it. And second <laughs> of all, <laughs> we do have, we, we were collecting as kids, collecting We actually comics. had a sword collection, yeah, so we had a secret room, room for our sword collection. That's all, I, look, Blake will know, I buy a sword every New York Comic Con. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, They're not like really nice swords, but they're just like the most ridiculous things, and I just like having a sword. We, yeah, what does your awesome. wife think of this? Yes. She loves it, because I... Keep her. I also, we live in Manhattan, and I'm like, you know what? I need a sword by the bed just in case I hear something crash and I'm gonna have pull it out and someone's gonna be like I just broke into a house with a guy with a sword and now, now my property brother hat's going on don't mount the sword above the bed okay that's a bad idea done yeah uh, but no it's funny I've actually ended dates because like well I'll go out I'll be seeing somebody and then we go back to my place and <coughs> she comments or makes fun of the fact that I have a medieval collection with an actual suit of armor that I can wear and everything up on this landing and they'll be like that's a little ridiculous I'm like you're a little ridiculous they never yeah. found the body <laughs> yeah I'm ready for a zombie apocalypse so bring it living dead I love it uh, I forgot one last thing before <coughs> before we let you guys go and we touched on it a little bit Team Cap, Team Iron Man, where do you guys stand? Team Cap. Yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. Hand, uh, hands down, Iron Man. Like I said, Jonathan's self-absorbed. I am about the people. <laughs> I do what's right. Come on. Come on. you got to have a sense of humor in life. Granted, it wouldn't be bad being a billionaire and having that brilliant mind to create all these new... I'm about efficiency. Now I'm on the fence. Ha! I have this... Uh, I have you're a struggle in my mind. You're King so Cap, close. Just Team Iron Man. Come over. Come over. <laughs> I like how you've not just, you haven't turned it. You turned yourself. I turned myself. Iron I am Man. the ultimate debater. I debate myself in a circle. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're firmly in Team Iron Man ish. Uh, uh, definitely on this side of the table. Right, I'll stick to Team Cap. Okay. Divided. Perfect. <laughs> but divided for now, but after this next uh, film, we will then unite and we'll do good. Yeah. Right? We'll okay. see. Well, I'll look to see what you guys say uh, if you tweet about it or whatever. If you see the movie, let us know. This is the most important thing. Mm. Now that, uh, if you don't know, we came from an acting background. I have, ever since I was a kid, I have a sheet of my goals as an actor, and one of them is to be a Marvel superhero in a movie. So, I don't know if there's a contractor or a real estate agent superhero, but I want to find out what there is out there that I can actually Hold on, are you even legally allowed to be? Because when he was in his early 20s, he body doubled for Superman. So, I don't even know if that... Get out. Get Get out. right now. I'm disgusted and appalled. (laughs) Listen, hey, Smallville was a a small place, and they needed my abs at the time. (laughs) 
how, how is it to be? We would like you to be um, a superhero six pack. Is that could uh, you do that for I us? I have an eight pack actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, uh, there are worse things to put on one's resume. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know, and, and so I don't uh, offend anybody. I just say superhero abs. I don't say what universe. That's yeah. fair. I appreciate it. Our fans appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>